Welcome to RPG A Day 2020. Thank you, Liren. Well, would you look at that? I missed a day. Well, I did record the first part of this yesterday, but uh, I just never got around to putting it out there. So um, what I've got for you here is a double pleasure waiting for you. Spencer, I'm looking at you, man. If I can do it, you can do it. I know for a fact that you can run Electric Bastion Lands, man. I know you would be great at it. You're a hilarious person. You're sharp. You're a good speaker. I know you can do it, dude. And I just, you know, you'll do it when you're comfortable. I'm not trying to force you into it or anything. But I know you'll be great at it. And I know you can do it. So... You just got to push yourself, dude. Spencer, you heard Joey. Just do it. Rare. Encouraging words there from uh, both Joe Richter of Hindsightless and Jason Connolly of Nerds RPG Variety Cast. And the reason I'm sharing those is because of a rare occurrence that took place yesterday evening this is possibly going to be an irritatingly ambiguous episode or blindingly obvious depending on uh, whether you can put two and two together I guess I don't want to say too much about those events only that Colin Spikebit Green had asked me if I would like to be interviewed about Osseus the 2d6 one sheet trifold system i'm doing air quotes that i created for anchorites appreciate arneson month and uh, yes i was happy to oblige although colin had something of a surprise in store for me something that i was not prepared for and let's just say the system was briefly put to the test And like I say, I don't want to say too much. And while nothing of any real significance took place, it gave me a taste of something that I think I'd like to have a little bit more of. Edge. Lordy. What have I got for this? What up, Spencer? It's Arlen. Um, I had not been listening to your RPG A Day 2020 episodes, um, not because I wasn't interested, but just I've been busy with some other stuff. Um, But so today I went through and I put them all on in order and listened from number one to number 21. Um, Really good stuff. A lot of fun to hear by your thoughts. Great fun to hear um, the, the ghost bit. Um, that was really funny with uh, with your kid. And um, yeah, uh, I also, uh, of course, it's great to hear about your experience with the Sword and Scoundrel, Sword and Scoundrel game. I'm glad that that seems to be um, opening up new possibilities, new ideas for you in terms of what sort of things you are willing to play um, or run or something like that. 
And yeah, I know you talked about it a little bit, but um, I'm really hoping that you run something sometime soon. Um, if so, hit me up because uh, if possible, I would definitely play in your game, Spencer. Um, that sounds like a lot of fun. We could even, you know, after the Sword and Scoundrel adventure is done, we'll have to talk about what we want to do next if we want to stay in that world and with those rules and all that sort of stuff. But one possibility is you could take over for a while and GM something with uh, me and Carl and Jason. And that might be a good way to, uh, you know, get some, get some miles on the, the machine, essentially get some practice in um, with a, a relatively easy to please audience. So um, yeah, just, uh, uh, I'm, I've been enjoying the episodes and um, keep up the good work. That was Arlen Walker of Live from Pelham's Wasteland. And thank you very much for calling in, Arlen. Um, I really appreciate that. And you're a brave man for listening to all those episodes in one session and still being coherent at the end of it. The reason I wanted to share those messages there was that I want to talk about Edge in quite an abstract way. Otherwise, I'm not going to have anything to say. But in the sense that I'm playing a game that is challenging a lot of my assumptions about what I'm looking for in a game, about what I believe makes a good game. And yeah, Sword and Scoundrel. We had a session last night and really are uh, beginning to get into the story or adventure, probably more accurately. And um, as Arlen says, we're playing with uh, Jason Connolly of Nerds RPG Variety Cast fame and well, the legendary Carl Rodriguez, who seems to be involved in so many games at the moment. Uh, just the, the mind boggles. I struggle to uh, play play three games in a week, but it seems that Carl's in three a day even. I don't know how he does it, but really, really interesting session last night. And what strikes me about playing is just the different focus involved in playing a game like this. We seem to spend a significant amount of time discussing our intent discussing how we're going to approach the situation, the scene that we're about to enter into. And uh, the game is very much broken down into scenes, primarily because at the end of each scene, uh, you look at your character's drives and their traits, and you essentially tick off anything that you feel that's been addressed or invoked in that scene. Was a character acting in a way that helped him progress towards his goals? Did he invoke a trait that created a situation or was in any way detrimental to what was going on? And you get rewarded for all these things. So a character's reasoning, a character's intentions are very much at the forefront of what you're doing. And this kind of meta gaming, I guess, is a really interesting part of the game. And it's kind of, it's a real contrast to the OSR stuff I've been playing, 
where spend too long discussing what to do next. That's kind of factored into world time and the GM is <laughs> invariably Dave Aldridge. But I noticed that Griff does it too. That's uh, Griff of Secrets of Blackmore fame. Sorry, Griff, I don't know your full name. Kind of, you've spent long enough talking about this. This is happening now. Or I need to know what you're doing now because it's crunch time, basically. There's none of that in Sword and Scoundrel. And that is really, really interesting because there's no sense that that is slowing up the game at all because of the kind of scene structure, the more cinematic, I suppose. And when I say cinematic, I don't mean in the action movie sense. I just mean in the sense that you're focusing on significant moments within the narrative. So even though there's a lot of time spent discussing stuff, there's no wandering around in between significant events, you know, on another note, all the messages in this episode have um, touched on the prospect of me actually running a game. And yes, I very much feel I'm on the edge of something there. Um, <laughs> well, the word precipice springs to mind, but um, there you go. <laughs> That's just me. There's certainly a sense that leaping is going to be involved 